Jane and Carly's trip down memory lane. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. I am so excited for today's episode because I have the most specialist of special guests on today. Honestly, it could be like the queen and I wouldn't even be this excited. It's it's my incredibly beautiful, intelligent, helpful, and amazing sister, Carly. Hi, happy to be here. Keep going. (laughs) She's so cute. We were just like practicing on the microphone and she was like, does it sound like I have a lift with my Invisalign in? <laughs> I think I do, guys. You sound amazing. So today, we were trying to think of what we would do together because she's here visiting from Calgary. We almost never get to be together. So we thought it would be really fun to do a Jaina and Carly trip down memory lane. I have a horrible memory, for one. And she remembers things that I usually don't. So she's going to remind me of certain things that happened to us, and then we're going to tell you the story together. Let's do it. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now here's your favourite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. So Carly, why don't you kick us off with your first uh, memory? Okay, this one's easy. First thing that comes to mind, you and me growing up, uh, a camping trip. We did a lot of camping, correct? Yes. Yeah. We go boating. We go camping. One time we're camping a little specifically. <gasps> I already know. I already know where you're going with this. Carly and I went camping and our, our parents were sleeping on a boat and we were supposed to set up a tent up the hill. In the forest. In the forest. And while we were having our fire in the middle of the night, we were we saw a bear up on the top of like this mountain just walking back and forth. And we were shitting ourselves because we were like, oh my God, mom, there's a bear. And she's like, remember? She was like, she's like, bears come down for water. They need to drink water. Just leave it alone. I used to work up at Mount Robson and there were bears and you just put your food up high and you make lots of noise when you see them and they just, they get scared. They, you, they're, they're more scared of you than you are of them. And, and it just walked by. It just walked by. <laughs> so easy for her to say she was going to be sleeping on the boat that night and we were sleeping in the tent okay like in the on the mountainside so she's acting like we're these big sucky babies how old were we like eight and nine nine yeah i think we're about nine ten because jeremy our little brother was like one so he was on the floor of the boat yeah Yeah. mom and dad made their beds in the boat we had this little pup tent on shore and they're like okay good night guys peace and they went and slept in their boat yeah they go sleep in their boat we woke up in the morning to actually i woke up first i woke up first to the tent collapsed over my face. Okay, that's not even true. Okay, you didn't wake up first. I woke you up. <laughs> See, you already remembered wrong. <laughs> okay, then what happened then? Fine, if you know better than I do, what happened? Okay, I heard the huffing and puffing. I heard the sniffing and the huffing. I didn't know what it was. So I reached down. We were sleeping like side by side and I reached down and squeezed your hand and tried to wake you up by just crushing your hand without moving <laughs> and uh the sniffing kept s- the grunting the sniffing it was all it was all happening <laughs> and then uh, just a big whoosh and and a bear shredded a hole through the side of our tent and and he was sniffing us he had his head in our tent yep. and he was just just sniffing us our heads our bodies yeah, and i woke up to just just orange everywhere because the tent was over my face i was like breathing it in and i was like what the hell is going on and carly's like jana there's a bear in our tent and the paw was in between both of our shoulders like 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 scuffling around in between our shoulders like searching for something and mom had told us just make a lot of noise and they'll get afraid but we were both we just, we were paralyzed we were i'm just paralyzed. crushing jana's hand i can't even breathe i can't even we were move both like 
just playing dead basically we just laid there with and the, the bear just basically started making our tent its toys so it was like shifting the the tent around while we just laid there acting dead and i think i think hours passed literally we just couldn't <laughs> just move there. i think I, it's still out there i still hear it. yeah we can't so, go. so the bear decided to leave our tent alone but then stayed like rummaging through our campground and we didn't know because the tent was over our faces what the hell was going on with the bear so eventually when we didn't hear anything anymore we were like do you think it's safe to get out we're like okay so we like like clawed our way out of this tent we go running down the hill to the boat where mom and dad are sleeping and we're like guys guys wake up wake up wake up a bear a bear just tore its way through our tent and my dad woke up and was like yeah uh-huh, sure just we're like we need more sleep and we're like, like it, it's 6 a.m go back to go bed, back to bed. So, so and we just sat there just hugging our legs boat. just shaking <laughs> we just sat on the boat waiting for them to wake up and when they finally woke up we weren't letting it off right right like we were still like the the, the bear the bear so dad's like okay so he walks up the hill picks up the tent and he could see like the straight claw marks like you could see the perfect claw marks through the tent and he was like holy shit i am so sorry like, <laughs> yeah and you wonder why i don't like camping anymore like yeah thanks i'll stay in a hotel like i like the kind of camping where i can call to the front desk and someone calls me mrs boosier like i'm good i'm good on the whole tent thing you know this wasn't even on my list but like another similar one like mom and daddy's do this all the time like we just we'd boat around a lake and then it'd get dark it turned into the nighttime and we just stop and and camp there set up a tent there was enough room for all of us in the boat so we just girls go on shore set up a tent and one morning we woke up you remember that and we were uh, no i'm waiting for where are you going with this what happened <laughs> we were in someone's backyard oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, we realized that we had set up our tent literally in someone's yard and their sprinklers were on. Yeah, it was dark. We're like, oh, here's a beach. It's fine. It's a, it's a public beach. No, it's literally someone's yard. I feel yard. like mom and dad were just really bad at camping. <laughs> they just really wanted us out of that boat. They really didn't want us in the boat for sure. Like, Jesus. And we kept the tent for a while. We kept, we would always camp, when we would camp with it in the future, dad just put duct tape <laughs> over where the bear tore through. Like, remember that time? Like, now we're supposed to just, camp without extreme anxiety while we just have memories of the last trip i actually almost forgot about that experience so carly thank you for reminding me this one's easy it's about my best friend oh (laughs) fuck your best friend i hate your best friend so i feel like i don't know how this came out i think you asked me one time i asked car okay carly had a teddy bear named andy pandy it was like this tiny little um what was it panda bear obviously it was a tiny little panda bear stuffed animal dirty and like shitty looking and all ratty and i remember one time i don't know i I think i just asked you like who do you love more me or andy pandy and she said andy pandy no pause just no hesitation i was like you love a teddy bear more than, and from that moment that teddy bear was public enemy number one like i Got hated it. that teddy bear and one time we went traveling and carly left andy pandy on an airplane didn't no you? in the vernon lodge in a oh, hotel she left in a hotel and i was like good fuck that guy i got in the newspaper <laughs> <laughs> I cried about my teddy bear. We called the front desk. They're like, oh my God. I'm like, I can't sleep. Like my life is over. I'm like going through withdrawals. Yeah, it's been days. Red eye. They actually did a whole thing. They packaged them all up. They mailed them to our house and I wrote them back a letter and I was so thankful. And they're like, thank you for your letter. Can we um, 
put publish it in, it in their like in their little like travel newsletter that they like their travel magazine that they send out to everybody yeah and we'll come take some pictures of you and you can have some free a free night stay in our hotel <laughs> thanks Andy Pandy <laughs> stupid Andy Pandy I was hoping nobody would have found him yeah, I was like he doesn't backtalk me <laughs> Well, because Carly was just a very emotional, like sensitive little child. Like I remember one time she took this little scrap of paper. It was just like like a torn off corner of a, of a page of paper. And she wrote, I love you on it. And then she handed it to me, like, you know how you'd pass notes in like high school? She handed it to me. And I was like, oh, that's really cute. And then after I read it, I put it in the garbage because like it was a torn off piece of paper. And then she saw it in the garbage, would not stop crying. You threw my love in the garbage. Andy Pandy kept all his love letters. <laughs> Okay, okay. When our little brother was born, uh-huh. our mom wanted Jeremy. to be a stay-at-home mom. So we, again, were like eight and nine. And mom decided she needed a career change. So she decided to go back to school at 30 years old. And she went to become an esthetician. To do nails, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what that meant to become an esthetician, she had to practice doing nails. So so she practiced on me. I was her first guinea pig. Is that where you're going with this? Yeah, about like, like a six-hour... Yeah, I ended up with like nails that took like, I think six or seven hours and they were so long and blue, like, <laughs> like, like, the but you were like nine years old. <laughs> I, I was like eight years old. With I these. had literally like Laquisha nails. <laughs> Mine were like so thick. They're like, like dice on my fingers. And I had to, I was so embarrassed to go to school. I was like holding my hands in fists and we're playing, we're playing volleyball. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I can't. My nails were so long that the principal called to complain. It's like, I think it's really inappropriate for these girls to be in school with these long ass nails. And my friends were like, why do you have those? We were in like grade six and seven. No, yeah, we were little kids. And I was like, mom, I can't. Like, I'm crying. But I can't go back to school like this. She's like, I need to know how well they last. I need to know when they're going to start lifting. You can't take them off yet. They were so long. And now it's funny because my nails are really long. And everybody always asks me, like, how do you like operate with your nails? And I was like, I don't know life without them. Like, I've forever had long nails because, I mean, it literally started in grade six. I refuse. I have naked, bare, original hands. It's like my revolt. I refuse. She's traumatized. We both took that in, in opposite directions. But the funny thing, like it didn't end with us. Like when our brother grew up, I convinced mom we needed a spray tan studio. <laughs> and then our little brother was like six, seven years old. And we needed a fresh body to practice spray tans on. So little baby Jeremy. He's so pale and so blonde. Although the tan looked really good on him. He looked like a little surf, little surfer kid. He had he like did, white blonde hair. Except that the tan gets like in the hair <laughs> so fast. He's like Jersey Shore, like <laughs> Jersey Shore six-year-old. He was so traumatized. And then one time I went away to summer camp. And when I came back, my sister had convinced mom to give him a perm. It went with the tan. <laughs> so he, was, he had a really tight perm. He looked like a baby Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Remember when Justin Timberlake, he said like a little tight curl. Yeah, that was that was Jeremy. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Actually, Jaina practiced her really early makeup skills on him when he was about like three, I think. One time we told him like, just sit in this chair. We need to put some sunscreen on your skin. You just need protection from the sun. Oh, I think you're going to need some chapstick on your lips. Oh, he had no idea what he was in for. (laughs) 
I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if we're saying people's names, but this I was like a half memory and I thought you could help me with it. Okay. But I remember it was funny to us and I don't remember even what happened, but okay. are we, are we saying names? Sure. Okay. Darren and Rory. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were floating down the river with them, <laughs> but there was like some lies and like something came to light. Like wasn't one of them like an X games or something. What? Do you not remember that? Nope. Do you remember them? I remember them. I definitely don't. And I barely remember floating down the river with them. I definitely don't remember anything about X Games. Well, the one had told us like we were like, I don't know if we were like just a bunch of friends or double dating or what we're I think doing. He was, I do distinctly remember he was like a pathological liar. He just said all sorts of random stuff. Yeah, I, remember, I thought he told us he was in the X Games and he was in town for like a wakeboarding competition. Right. And then yep. we went floating down the river in rafts. And he couldn't swim. And he was terrified of the water. <laughs> yeah. He's like perching on the top of his, ri- of his raft because he was he was shitting the, himself the, the whole fish time. were going to eat him. And we're like, aren't you in X Games? <laughs> How are you going to do this wakeboarding thing? <laughs> that was the start. We were just kids then, but you had like a whole string of just like weird dudes that were oh, God. <laughs> like for sure. I'm, I've always been Captain Save-A-Ho. Like I'm like, if somebody's broken or demented or just like super messed up in the head, desperate, I'm like, come be with me. Like I will take care of yeah, you. Yeah. We like legit like ding dong. <laughs> I check out the window. Oh, gross. Like if I with a vacuum walk away, Jaina opens the door. Nolan, the vacuum guy. I think he's still in our lives. It's like, no, he's not 30 years later. <laughs> what happened there, Jay? Oh my gosh. This guy came to sell vacuums to our house. He was literally selling Kirby vacuums and he came and wanted to talk to our parents and they weren't home. And then like a couple days later, there was a note on the door that said, I think your daughter's really cute. Love Kirby, the vacuum guy. No. Yeah. Nolan, the vacuum guy. And then after that, he asked for my number. Oh, no, he looked up our number because that's when there used to be phone books. And he looked up our number because we used to have our last name in the front of the house, like a bunch of idiots. And so he knew what our last name was. And he looked up and he started calling. And I was like, he's nice to talk to. And then I just really befriended the vacuum guy to the point where he would like leave gifts on our doorstep. He would leave notes on my window every single morning. You see, that's not weird at all. That he'd just <laughs> come to your bedroom in the middle of the night and roll up a note and leave it on your window. Yeah, he would take, he would basically take like receipt paper from a calculator and he'd write really, really, really tiny on it. Sometimes it was like a hundred reasons why I love you. Sometimes it was like a poem, but then he would roll it up really, really, really tight, wrap a little red bow around it with a ribbon and then tape it to my window. So every morning that I woke up, there was like something stuck to my window. And there were CDs. He'd make you like mixtapes, but this like went on for like years, years and years. Yeah. Like yeah. most of your life. <laughs> Just started off as the vacuum guy. But fun fact, he wasn't even your only window visitor. No, he wasn't. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how you guys met. That was like back in the day of, uh, ICQ or were you in chat oh, room? I already know who you're thinking about. Yeah. That's my next, my next fun <laughs> oh, story. No. His name was Jamie. And you met on ICQ and it's just a random chat room, just some sad guy that you're just like, tell me all your sad stories. Let's eat them up. (laughs) And he was basically this guy. He was telling me that he had a um, brain Brain tumor. tumor that at any second he could go blind. Like if it got too big behind his eyes, he could go blind. And then I was constantly living in fear that this guy was going to go blind and he needed this emergency surgery. Remember? And yeah. Then, and then, and then one night in the middle of the night, he's like, this is it. This, they flew the surgeon in. This is like absolutely imperative. I need this surgery right now. 
And then he was like, Can, didn't he ask me to pick him up from the airport? No, no, sorry, pick him up from the hospital. I don't remember that, but I just remember like you were like stressed. You were yeah, crying. I was you were because like, because he wanted me to pick him up from the hospital. So I needed mom to let me use the car. And she was like, who is this guy? Why in the world would I give you the car? So mom didn't believe that this was a real thing. So in defense of me, she started calling the hospital and asking like, has this guy ever like stayed here or whatever? I don't think they could tell her, but then they had a friend who was an x-ray tech who could actually like see the hospital records yeah. and say that doesn't exist. Yeah, they well, yeah, but before that, he goes, "Oh, fine. If you can't pick me up from the hospital, then I'm just I'll drive myself." And I was terrified. This guy who just had brain surgery was going to drive himself home. So he showed up at my bedroom window with blood dripping down his forehead and asked me for a band aid. And I was like, "Why didn't the hospital give you gauze for at your- like three a.m. Yeah, like yeah. in the dark, blood dripping down his yeah. face?" And so Carly had a collection of band aids at the time. I remember giving him a spider band band-aid like here you go here's Um, for the brain surgery here's here's for the brain surgery and so when my mom heard back from the hospital and they said that there was never anybody by his name ever admitted into the hospital I didn't want to talk to him anymore and he messaged Carly on ICQ and she was like what happened like what was the blood and he was like I made it all up I just wanted Gina's attention and Carly said yeah 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 yeah. but but the blood where did the blood come from and he said I took a knife and I twisted it into my head until like oh he just said I took a knife dot 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 yeah I was like block (laughs) mom and dad make fun of me for that one like all the time remember the guy who drilled a hole in his own head like yes yes went back and forth on this like I might be a little bit sick about this this might be like my biggest confession I've ever made and I don't know you saved it for the podcast I don't know I don't know if there's ever a time in life to tell you this okay and I don't know if you're gonna make me pack my bag (laughs) and you're just gonna send me home right now but I'm I'm telling you right now in real time I love you (laughs) what okay do you remember do you remember one time we were like teenagers? I don't know if it was like a fight we were having over the phone or the internet or what it was, but it got to shampoo. Yes. And we both, do you remember that? Do you remember the fight? Yeah, why we were, were we both fighting? squirting shampoo all over each other in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know why, uh-huh. but <laughs> that, irrelevant. Uh-huh. But then you left the bathroom and I locked myself in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> and I peed in your oxy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Your oxy pads that you wash your face with. What? Why did you do that? What the fuck? Because you washed your face every day. It was the best revenge. What were you? I don't know. I was just like, I just didn't know how to get to you. And I was looking through your medicine cabinet with all the things and I had no things. And I just, I saw the oxy and it just like a light bulb went off. This friendship has been built on a web of lies. We have been friends all this time. (laughs) I didn't know that you peed on my oxy pads. I'm so sorry. It's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did that. When they say the teenagers are horrible. (laughs) The only bad thing I ever think that I ever, nothing close to this. Oh my God. The worst thing I ever did to you was we used to sign out books from the library and 
she signed out Clifford the Big Red Dog and and my mom was a single mom at the time and so it was like super dramatic like if we didn't return a book it meant like mom had to buy it and we didn't have the money for mom to buy it so we got in big trouble if we lost our, our books but I hid her library book I hid her library book and mom and mom was getting so mad and I what I did was I actually pretended that I was psychic and I could sense where her book was you're telepathic I was te- I was like if you could just be quiet, let me just channel the spirits. I think I can find the book for you. And Carly was like, she would tell everyone after that I was psychic because I found her Clifford, the big red dog book, and she didn't know that I was the one who put it there. But that's nothing, <laughs> like literally nothing compared to pissing on my aunt. I don't even, you should just go home. I don't want you here anymore. I'm sorry. I'm blown. Me too. <laughs> I was a different person. You just the logistics, like you just in a weird squat position. Like, would you do it over the toilet? I think so. Yeah, and it was literally just like a little sprinkle. Like, it, there was a lot of liquid in the bottom, so just like I just mixed it. In. I didn't want you to like, get on to me. <laughs> you didn't want to smell like pee. You just wanted to know that you peed in my. Oxygen. To be fair, there's a lot of chemicals in there. You understand as a listener that like this is literally the first time I've ever heard of this. I love that you just waited till I got a podcast to just really wait to tell me in front of thousands of people. Shit, You took your skincare really seriously. Hmm. Well, I mean, I did hear that like pee is, urine is uh, anti-something. It's clean. It's antiseptic. Antiseptic. Maybe. Regardless, I didn't want pee in my (laughs) oxypads. I hate you. I'm so sweaty right now. I'm so mad. (laughs) I hope you're proud of yourself. I'm not. I feel so bad. <laughs> Pack up your shit. Take your kids and get out of here. <laughs> actually, you know what? In that exact same bathroom in that same house, we actually had another uh, another little drama. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if you remember that time you were really sick. You Are were- you kidding? How <laughs> could I forget? You were having a bath. Yeah, no, I was like the sickest of my life. I don't even remember another time when I was little that I was that I felt worse than this. And I remember I had the worst body cramps. I had a fever, I was like puking, diarrhea, everything. I could not get comfortable. I was sick as fuck. And finally I found a comfortable spot. I found comfort in the bathtub. And I remember I'd never felt better in a bath. Like I was just laying there with my eyes closed, finally resting. Something about the warm water just felt like a hug. And then you came barreling into the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, you left the door unlocked. I had to pee. That was our shared bathroom. Right. Yeah. So you come barreling in, decide that you wanted to disturb my peace. So you took your pants But no, I didn't know you were in the tub. And then I saw you in the tub. And then I was like, oh, that's funny. And it had like glass walls those glass sliding doors like 1980s glass sliding doors yeah so you pulled your pants down pressed your bare ass on the glass and we're you're like smooshing your ass all around and you're like and i was like not today like i was so sick i was was, entertaining you i was like not today dude and so no so i splashed the water on you how dare you i was like you need to go like please leave me alone please just give me a second i don't know what you did i have no idea what you said to mom i really don't but yeah i i told mom you splashed me i went and ran to her i had water on my clothes so i just uh i went and told mom you splashed me and i don't know what possessed mom to feel like she needed to get involved but all i remember is that i was laying there i finally found like i finally got back to resting after carly had left after you had left and mom comes barreling into the bathroom and goes you have to share the bathroom and dumped a bucket of ice on me. Yes. Oh, 
correct. (laughs) What? So I'm crying and screaming. I'm like, I... what is going on? Like, what's I didn't tell her to do that. That was all her. I didn't know so, where that came from. What? So when I finally, when I explained to mom, I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, I'm sick. I'm laying here. And Carly was pushing her bare ass on the glass. And mom goes, Carly, well, you never told me that. And then she goes, I'm never getting involved in your two's drama ever again. I actually just recently discovered that in my own kids. My daughter, like, I thought she was, like, such a sweet little angel. And then I saw her, like, secretly, like, poking my son, like, just to provoke him. And I was like, oh, man, those are my vibes. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't pee in his oxypads. I could cry so quick. And mom would always be like, I'd just start crying. Like, ow, Jaina, ow. And I was like, what? Am, what? I was just sitting here eating like, my dinner. Jaina. I was literally always getting in trouble for nothing. Ow. <laughs> I hate you. I, I love you a lot. <laughs> Starting when? That's why I needed to be absolved of my sins. I <laughs> you needed to confess? I did, yeah. Wow. I'm never going to look at you the same again. Hey, we had some good times. Like, we had a whole secret language, remember? It was French. <laughs> <laughs> Our mom put us in French immersion because she wanted us to learn a second language, but she couldn't speak French. So we would just talk to each other in French and behind my mom's back because she, she never understood anything we were saying. It was fabulous. It was. But honestly, no, EJ, you've been amazing. And I'm really sorry I did that. You've always been way better to me than I've been to you. <laughs> honestly, like... I low-key take back every nice thing I've ever said about you. Ah, I'm a good person. That's Well, the all I got to say is on this visit, while you're here, watch your skincare. Cause... I will wash your face. <laughs> I will buy you... What? That will not make up for it. No, honestly, We're like... like literally blood sisters, so I can't get rid of you, so... I'm on the payroll. You will not for long... <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, to be honest about that, Carly has been working with me behind the scenes on Big Lash Energy. She is responsible for all the email mail outs, the Instagram posts, the, all these sorts of things I brought on board. And I absolutely do not regret it at all because I love this woman to death and there's literally nothing she can't do. So I feel like hashtag millionaire sisters, we are going to try and build this empire together once we get over this, you know, this <laughs> this little bump well i think that's it for our walk down memory lane oh i know right so sad but carly i do have to give you a gigantic thank you for joining me today thank you so much for having me i am so happy to be here this has been so much fun i am just a tiny bit concerned that this is going to be my legacy now am <laughs> i the oxypad pisser yes yes you are oh you're thanks. also so much more <laughs> Do you have any weird, crazy stories like this with your sister? I'm sure we're not the only ones doing this kind of shit to each other. If you have a sister who you think needs to hear this episode, can you please share it with her or even a good friend? I hear every time you share our podcast, an angel gets its wings. It's true. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, or Amazon. And... Until we see you next time, go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass Big Lash energy everywhere you go. (laughs) Thank you so much. Nailed it. (laughs) You did. Goodbye. Damn, Jaina, would you fit me in if you can? Damn, Jaina, I know you're the one with the plan. Damn, Jaina, there's no time to waste what you make. Damn, Jaina, could you make me? That's some straight sister shit right there. It's a trip down memory lane. Yeah. (laughs) Jane and Carly's trip down memory lane. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm half asleep.